0: up dog fella look good feel good play good we got some new adidas
1: golf swag coming the fellas way i don't know if any new golf swag would help your game but but i love it adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course not the traditional golf uniform go to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style,
0: the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com
1: golf, fella. Up dog, my man, the bat blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going to
0: music festivals. Everything is better with Labatt Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some Labatt Blue Lights with your friends and live life to the power
1: of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. What's missing curfew? It's when you kind of play guilty, but you show up.
0: How nice is a green light on the road, though? No practice tomorrow. No plane. Just go.
2: Scotty Upshaw in the clear,
1: and he scores! A few laughs, a little bit of fun, and obviously a lot of hockey talk. You're listening to Missing lads. Fella, my man. Fellow Friday, hashtag fella tour. Here we are, buddy. Labat Blue, DraftKings, Crown Royal. Uh, it's nice to be up here in the motherland. Uh, shout out to the boys, the whole crew. A-Hall, Maxie, Princey coming in from Cowtown. Uh, It was nice to get on the road again, buddy. Good team dinner last night, at the keg. Who doesn't come to Canada without a little mushrooms Neptune, a little Caesar salad? I got to be honest. I guess I haven't been to the keg maybe since I played in Vancouver
0: or Cowtown. Thought the prices gone up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but you
1: know when she brought the bill, I was Thought like, it was a little bit like Outback last yeah, I time was, I remember.
0: I was like, up dog. Did you get uh, Stags Leap or did you get uh, Opus One there? What, what was that? But the food never disappoints.
1: It doesn't, no. But it was just nice. It was it was camaraderie at its finest. Yeah, you know, getting on global. the road, knowing that this is the start of uh, probably a little ten day. I think we have. We got a little break in between, thank God. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, we're going, yeah. We're going right little here. A break in between good thing because I might have the locks changed from the time yeah, I get on. We're
0: right into the waste management. I can't wait for that. But, hey, shout-out to you for setting this up. Obviously, we're at the Gretzky basement. Uh, Ty, Trevor, Tristan, who I just met. And, obviously, shout-out to the great one for allowing us to come in here. Um, what a cool little setup, man. They killed it. They killed it. Tom, yeah. that's good swag. I knew he'd kill it. That's absolutely,
1: absolutely. No, and and we're gonna chat with those boys shortly. But um, what an incredible job they did showing, um, you know, the basically giving praise to the tradition of the Gretzky family and what Walter meant. And like, you know, I just seen a puck downstairs from I think sixty, like sixty nine, like one of Wayne's like Pee Wee Quebec or yeah. like a Pee Wee, hat trick puck. And then you see the jerseys and the stories that go along with it. And then uh, the one thing I highlighted. Um, you know, that I enjoyed was just all the pictures of his grandparents, you know, of, of Tristan and, and Trevor and Ty's grandparents, um, like a nice thing. And, and then these TVs, I guess the, the TVs downstairs, which you'll see all of our social media, these things are like ancient and I guess it took, it took them hours. Maxie, even you wouldn't be able to put these TVs together and make them all work. They're like from like the fifties and shit. Yeah. super badass. You know so they blew, did a great job.
0: Blew me away. Down there was uh, just the two old school sticks. Right, he had the Titan stick, which was my first ever hockey stick. How much did that weigh? <laughs> what well, was it the glass <laughs> thing? I was gonna try I'm like, hey, can I open that up there? I would look at it, but then the the old school two piece first one ever, the, the Easton, the Silver Easton was the first one that I wanted after I'm like finally got pretty good at hockey. I'm like go to my mom not my dad pitter cheap prick i love you but i am like, I want that the silver two-piece the yeah. one gretz is using totally it's sick so. totally um yeah up dog thanks to ty the old gretzky family this is unbelievable first and foremost we got to give some shout out last week we played El dorado shout out to the superintendent Greg, uh craig ellis uh, i guess he's a fan of missing curfew listen fella you had that place mint the greens are tight mint. the fairies are mint uh we'd love to come back anytime so uh i wanted to give some love to craig
1: yeah shout out dennis shannon and benny McAllister, two to absolute beauties um thanks for taking us out listen that place is uh it's, he's a good lad from pei is he and it's funny because pei he P. went pei to penn state and i guess penn state has one of the country's like top uh what do you call it when you learn about grass not marijuana agriculture uh something like that but for I'm golf spe- there you go golf specific you had a degree in grass, but different kind of degree.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so let's. What kind of weeds this, all boys? That's from that's Kelowna, right yeah.
1: there. I used to smoke that. That's good stuff. Yeah, this is the BC bud here. But uh, well, yeah, what a what a trajectory from from PEI you know, Maritimers through Penn state right into Palm Springs. I mean, yeah. uh, you're right. That course was tight. Tight. So Craig, thanks
0: for listening. Fellow. We'll send you some merch. Um, we, we flew on the team bird. It was, I felt like our own team bird, right? I got bumped off the plane. Then I got back on the plane we got delayed. We came up in the Mr. curfew sprinter van. Um, I noticed that you were doing some work on the plane, right? Yeah. Did you have yeah, your computer out? Someone told me the computer. You had the computer yeah, out. Yeah. Well, me, I was watching movies. And for you beauties out there that are looking for something to watch here with the, you know, we got the skills tomorrow, then we got the All Star game, and then maybe a little lol on Sunday with no football, Blades of Glory. Chaz Michael Michaels, I'm telling you, man, this guy's character, I forgot how good he was. He's just like, Chas Michael Michaels is figure skating. Boom! Boys, check it out. Uh, that's what I did. I watched three movies. Three? So listen, wow. That's why what you were the- so
1: comfy at the, the fillet flat. Can, can
0: I tell why. you one second movie I watched, but it, it's kind of embarrassing. I watched... Uh, a Tear Jerker? No, listen. I watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Okay. But you want to know why? Because I have a crush on Kate Hudson says you and everyone else
1: in this room especially
0: but at one point when i was sitting up there watching a rom-com by myself i'm like this is borderline this is loser mentality here no
1: ah you switch it up you throw curveballs every now and then yeah you know but
0: anyways chas michael michaels i'm telling you i know you're busy because you got two kids but fellas out there check it out um up dog you got one going Get this guy, a Labatt Blue fella.
1: My man, presented by Labatt Blue Light, the premier Pilsner. Enjoy your beers together, boys, so you can live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. How's that tall boy? That's it's always a nice, nice tall boy. Yeah. Right? It's cold. It's nice. It's hey, is what you need. This, this is a stupid need. question, but they have yeah. tall boys everywhere, right? Yeah, of course. I think so, yeah, yeah. especially in the, like the gas
0: stations. You so. know what was my move back in the day? I just grab a six-pack of tall boys yeah what, just when, take when it right out you were like the one like,
1: yeah, with a yeah, junkie six pack of fucking blue light yeah yeah, goes well with an with an edible. It's sure <laughs> you <laughs> just want to get a real you, you know, know those bus. bus drives, wow man. I mean, we I did. Mean, it. The Cincinnati back to Milwaukee. There's
0: a reason why you can wear those buttery fucking shoes. It's because we rode the buses. Yeah, forever, no man.
1: kidding. Man. Johnny V. Thanks. Look for at that me. outfit. That outfit. <laughs> I feel like I'm underdressed too, boys. I'm well, like I do alive. have a show. I'm playing Massey Hall. Massey Hall. Yeah, yeah, Please yeah. look at the stage. Scotty Upshaw. What would I start with? Uh, I would probably come out with <laughs> something touch that, me. Yeah. I want to screen part one. Yeah, that's before you get too. into two, you know? Give this guy a little bat blue light. Listen, shout out to
0: Frank for Trannel uh frankie's an all-star he's actually on his way here right now uh, he's going to stop in and chat with us tomorrow we're going to get some content but listen i'm a degenerate right i'm at dinner <laughs> with the boys i see who's up i got ducks, sharks ducks minus 180 they're playing awful troy terry ties it up frankie vitrano ot winner throws his stick over the glass and heads right to the bird to the all-star game yeah, so yeah, frankie
1: yeah. get yourself a blue light up, dog. I can't wait to meet this guy, but an unbelievable two-winner. Want me some money? Yeah, I was thinking about you, bud. Because, I mean, San Jose, it's a snoozer, right? San oh. Jose, Anaheim, day before the All-Star game. I mean, there's nothing else on. And no. We, we witnessed that. Um, but I kind of was thinking about you because they're down one late. Troy Terry, huge goal, tied up, seconds left, and then booyah. Uh, what's with the kids throwing the sticks after they score? Jack Hughes started last Jack year. Jack Hughes started
0: that? it. Z, and then Zegers did it. Yeah. I think Frankie was just pure emotion. Like, yeah, he realized, like, like, I'm going to the All-Star game. I can't believe I haven't left yet. Here's my stick. See you later. I
1: think he was more thinking about the boys who probably had their early flights to Mexico or wherever. <laughs> yeah. they, you know, Cobble. he's like, boys, this one's for you. Let's get at it.
0: Rumor has it a couple of those are guys are heading to Cabo to tee it up. So that, that, by the way, that's a perfect trip if you're a Ducks All-Star. Easy flight, two hours, right to Cabo. Right to Cabo. How
1: are you? How are you? Bob's your uncle. Or Columbia, if you could. How many days you really got. <laughs> well, that's it. if you play on the East Coast. Yeah.
0: Frankie, get yourself a blue light, fella. Up dog, it's milk carton time here at Missing Curfew. Listen, you got drafted sixth overall. I got drafted 250th overall. But we were both drafted. There's going to be a draft that takes place tonight. And listen, if you're the last pick of, of the all-star draft, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But on the milk card today, I'm gonna, we're both going to pick who we think is going to go... <laughs> DFA dead no DFL dead fucking last. <laughs> I'm going with throw on the milk curtain or you won't be you'll be able to find them. You'll be sitting there, but I'm going Boone Jenner from the Columbus Blue Jackets. No disrespect, Boone, you've been playing with the fishbowl on. You play hard. I just look at the rest of the roster, and if it was me and the updog picking my team, I would take Boone Jenner
1: as last. Well. So we'll see how it plays out. But who do you think is going to uh, be the last pick? I think he's wearing the fishbowl too, right? No, even in the All Star game, uh, he had it on the other night yeah. when they played. Uh, Oh they, played the other no, night. No, I, they played Anaheim. No, no, they played St. Louis Blues, and I think he had the fishbowl on. I will tell you what, I bumped into Chris Pronger when we landed. When we were waiting
0: for the boys, and yeah, I love St. Louis because of you. I've never been to Obi Clark's. The effort that they put—actually, this should I'll, be the—I'll tell, the I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what, yeah, this no, should I, be the milk carton.
1: No, I'm going to say my milk carton is is Robert Thomas from Robert St. Louis because <laughs> I saw the effort you put in the other night. Oh, and. They have five in a row going, could be six in a row before the all-star break. By the way, right? And he laid, they laid, you know, they laid, and it's not just on him. It's more of their team. It's more of, you know, collective effort. Maybe they all had their heads in the sand and, you know, they already had their SPF on ready to go rock and roll down the beach. But yeah, so for me, it's Robert Thomas tonight for dead last, dead fucking last.
0: DFL. I heard Tiger say that at the Hero World Challenge he did. He was like, to that, uh, who's that one golfer? The guy that looks like Happy Gilmore's caddy. Volstari yeah. or whatever his name yeah. is. He's like, hey, I guess me and you. He's like, two guys haven't played since April. I guess we're playing for DFL. Dead fucking last. So, listen, the All Star game before, as we know, it's hard. Yeah. But how much better is it to go on the break when you have one? Like I just, yep. thought, I was watching that game. Yeah, yeah I had for fun a rookie blues. party. You got. It's you a win It's that a game. green light. Green you light. Gotta win that game. So, I'm interested to see how the draft unfolds. Boone Jenner, I got you going dead last. Updog's got Robert Thomas. Listen, Updog. Big news yesterday. Princey was at dinner. Yeah, the half chub. He's all fired up here. Craig Conroy's making deals. <laughs> um, Elias Lindholm is going to the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. Listen, it's I don't need to get into what Calgary got. They got uh, really friendly
1: fire. I feel because
0: Manko, who's a Russian kid, that listen, has got lots of skill. He scored thirty. Yeah. Got in talks his doghouse. I've been there. It gets dark and lonely in the doghouse. He's gonna go there. They got the first round pick, a couple of prospects. But from the Vancouver perspective, I don't know if Lindholm would have been my first pick. I don't know if he can play with the pace right now. Tox has got these guys playing quick, yeah. fast, and hard. Now I think he could probably come in and do it, but I've never met a speed is not a bad guy. Gives him good depth down the middle. Now you can go Pedersen, Miller, Lindholm if you want or whatever. So it's I think it's a good trade for Van.
1: Yeah, two parts that to that uh, piece you have there is uh, I think they fill a second second line center role. That's uh, that's a player that's proven. He's well equipped with the division they're in. It's. Pretty familiar territory, right? You just slide in one province over. How are you? Yeah, it's a um, much better province, but well, actually, I like. But, but your question about you know is he the pace of play type player that that they're looking for? You know what it's like when you get stuck in that so-called doghouse, and you have you know fucking dog days are upon you, and your team stinks, and you're just fighting and crapping and sco- you know you're just yeah. scraping for every inch you can get. Well, right now he's got a chance to go to a new team who happens to be first in the league, what an opportunity, coming in for a team that wants him, that automatically picks up your pace of play. It automatically gives you a little more confidence, a little more, a little more feel. You want to get in there and make these guys proud. You know you're playing in front of a new coach, new fans, new teammates. Great opportunity for them. Uh, I think it's great. I think it's a good play. Yeah. Now, I- now, now what's, what's going to happen with... Uh, the old Tanev is the question. Yeah, now they got Tanev and Hannafin. If they get the two- tripod, then how are you? Yeah.
0: Imagine getting three players from one team who's a divisional opponent. I love that Connie's made two trades both with the Canucks. Here you go. You can have my yeah. big Russian demon and my top line center. But Connie's got a job to do. I get it. You know, I saw his you know, one thing about Connie that you gotta love or hate or whatever is he's a very honest guy. Like when I played in Calgary, he's a very honest guy. And I heard his interview and I was like, wow, he he really gave the play by play of everything that went into that trade now if i'm the owner of the calgary flames maybe i'm like hey connie like we don't need to but that's it he's an honest god
1: you know or or the owner of the calgary flames or other gms who are maybe calling and asking them and offering guys and doing whatever those guys might be like i can't call connie again he's gonna tell <laughs> you yeah, yeah he's like you know where's the what happens on the road stays yeah, on the yeah, road yeah exactly oh, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. a lot way. of your wife not a lot of your wife <laughs> not the boys i used to like that one a lot of your wife not the boys here um, that's listen, a figure of speech. I'm telling you right now though, Vancouver went all like that's telling the boy like if you're on the Blake right on the break right now, me and you are playing for the Cux Canucks and we're down in cobble and we just picked up a legit second line center. Yeah. How excited are we to A continue our all-star bender, right? Totally. Yeah. And B to get back and be like, all right, here we go. Right. We made a move at the deadline at the all-star break. We got our guy. They can make another move before the deadline. Listen, I'm an old Canuck. You know that. I'm I'm fired up that this has happened. I love Rick Talkett as you do. So I think I got to give Jim Rutherford and um, the GM a lot of credit. Patrick Alvin, is that how you say his name, Princey? Alvin. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think they both got gotta, extensions. Yeah, everyone's, gonna getting, say, yeah. everyone's getting everyone's getting paid in Vancouver. Totally, right. and and let's just be honest, it's all on the head guy. Yeah, it's all on talks. talks coming in, changing man. the culture. Yeah, getting, and giving people, a little. And and no, no offense to our previous guy, we love him greener to death. Yeah, but, but just well Boudreau was new after. fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry, greener Boudreaux, but just new fresh, uh, spirit. Yeah. Spirit's a good word, right? Spirit, energy. They're playing it's fucking like, rains there a lot, you know? Straight it's, lines. You know, you, yeah. you bring the sunshine into the rink when it's fucking dark and gray outside. Someone
0: here about that Gretzky basement house, I'll leave him nameless because we don't need to... He, he told me that when Lindholm was negotiating his contract in Calgary, that it was something along the lines of 11 bananas a year. <laughs> so, that fella. Yeah. Hey, like, he had one good year with 100 points with Johnny and Maddie, $11 million, so... If That's the case, Connie had no choice but to trade him, and I don't well, think he really wants to You're already
1: to stay paying there. one guy 11, and that how's that working out, right? Yeah, so, so um, time will tell Canucks, baby.
0: We're all Canucks up dog, uh, top titty fella. Top Listen, titty. up dog, you missed top titty again, but I that's know. okay. Where was uh, I? shout out to our winner <laughs> L Duchette 81, 166 points. He had Brock Bezard, Markstrom, the captain Brento, 10th. Princey 27th, myself 31st. No top titty this week uh, because of the all-star game, but we appreciate you boys playing that. I'm starting to come, boys. So I'm starting to come. I'm starting to feel it, boys. I'm starting to feel it, boys. To edit that out. I'm starting to feel it.
1: Um, no listen up, dog. That's it. We are uh, DraftKings lock of the night. Lock of the night. Fella. Presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with code <laughs> Curfew Kings Because life's more fun, fellas, when you're on because life's more fun, fellas, when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem, call one eight hundred gambler. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details, fella.
0: Up dog, you're on fire. You're eight and two. You took the Rangers <sighs> over Sens. Stayed hot. Stay Where stay Sens hot. guys were like, Brady could chuck, change the complexion of the game. Whoa, 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 whoa. But they <laughs> gave up five in the second boys. So I, I wouldn't put it on Brady chucking them. But I had a tough loss. Listen, the Winnipeg Jets, um, I'm eight and four. So together we combine, we are 16 and 6. Listen, there's also Star game. Uh, we're gonna do, I'm not gonna guarantee maybe say it's a lock, but we're gonna pick some guys for the skills competition. The skills competition this year is a unique Million million dollars on the line. You go first. Who do you think is going to win it? Mm. We'll call out the lock of the night, but tread carefully.
1: My lock of the night, fella edition is Kale McCarr. I think Kale McCarr. He's plus seven hundred. I think in this in this skills comp to win exactly what he is. Boys, what is he? The only D man going? Kevin Quinn Hughes is in there. Quinn Hughes is in there. Yeah, but yeah, I guess this kid. I mean. Listen, you're taking the guy that I'm taking was as McCoy.
0: fast to was it 300 points? 300, 300 points Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr one game took him one more game than Bobby Orr. Yeah.
1: So that's not bad. He's not bad and uh I just like his uh y- you think about skills You cons. like his skating stride, don't you? Hell, oh, I like that. I like the way he shoots the biscuit. But his really I like is so uh sick. I know, you know, uh, let's just be honest. Everyone's going to pick Austin Matthews maybe you get good odds on Austin. People pick Connor McDavid cuz he's, you know, arguably the best player ever. But uh, what Cale McCarr does, um, I think the odds odds are going to be in his favor, fella.
0: The odds are in your favor. That's the Hunger Games, right? The, the odds are, are in your, in favor. your Listen, favor. Listen, I'm going not necessarily off the board. Replacement for Jack Hughes. I've got to know this kid through our boy, Matt Gell. It's Matthew Barzell. Good British Columbia oh. guy. Good looking I Kat. still don't love that he shaved his head, but maybe Lou made him it something. Plus 850. Barzell, the reason I want him to win is he's coming to the party. And if he wins a million dollars... And the guy coming on next is throwing the party. He already promised you throw some cash around the shaker for us. So <laughs> I'm taking Matty Barzell plus 850. 50 up dogs. Got Kale McCarr. I, listen. I used to hate the skills. We ripped it the last couple of years. Good on the NHL. I'm excited yeah. to watch it. Yeah. We're still going to find a nice little location where we can watch it. Where we get a cocktail, but it's going to be fun come
1: on maddie do you think they're gonna hand out like a check like semi-pro just a big old check and you take it out of there happy
0: <laughs> go for you got a big check just give me one of those big checks yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I imagine i'd bring that thing right into the right into park
0: i can't imagine i can't imagine two things i can't imagine either one of us being in a skills competition and i can't imagine us winning a million dollars for like could you imagine the shaker we
1: have? i know we deserve to yeah but i just yeah like you i would assume
0: that would never happen yeah Speaking of shakers, we got our boy T-Money, Travis, coming at you right after the break. Fellas. Fella, we got to talk about Jagermeister. No chirping, no running its mouth. Let's
1: just talk about the confidence on these guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella, but they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case, how the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great
0: question. Ice cold, fella. At zero degrees Fahrenheit to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it, my man. That's all they want to tell you.
1: Damn, that's cold. Just remember to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jägermeister U.S. White Plains, New York. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up
0: Dog. Fella. Fella Tour continues, and without this beauty, there would have been no Fella Tour.
1: Well, without this beauty, there would be no... uh, Toronto would just be some ordinary city in the middle of the damn country. But now it's one of the best cities, and for more reasons than... uh, than I can say on this podcast but without further ado our boy Travis Agresti my man welcome to Missing Curfew thanks, thanks for, for having
0: me boys it's been uh been a long time going thanks for you're me. looking sharp like that. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm underdressed here
1: boys yeah. I I mean, it's shocker because you got some Johnny V jackets but- I do I, I love it remember that one
0: you when we by the way you have the best setup for a Leafs game that I've ever ever been to so thank you again like <laughs> so we show up he's like I got your tickets boys don't worry we come in right to the end Well, you tell you explain it, how the, the setup you have for your game
3: yeah it's a good setup we get to uh roll right into the underground there and uh you know straight straight to the platinum lounge uh grab grab your dinner i mean food's all right yeah and, yeah, food's and, and then uh straight to the seats and your cocktails are waiting for you after the period seats your table saved cocktails are waiting and then uh right back to the right back to the seats afterwards every period you got a spot
1: to sit you don't want to be
3: Upstairs on the concourse.
1: <laughs> a spot to sit in a cold, uh, what, what were they? A little oh, spritz martini? Yeah, yeah. T- I mean, come on. They were the best.
0: You can't beat it. Yeah. And the best was you could take your wine to the seats, right? By the way, yep. That this, so Travis's seats were where you guys remember, Paris pointed at the boys up dog, saw him in the first period. Paris comes down, scores the posted in breakaway. Those were Travis's seats. But you keep the wine at your table and then you can bring your cocktail with you. Yeah. I'm like, this is every guy's dream.
1: Yeah. yeah. You don't need to yell it's at anyone so. <laughs> <laughs> for like, hey, I haven't finished my drink. Exactly. Yet. Come on. Yeah. Give me a break here. Yeah. No, it's a nice, it's a, it's a classy establishment and after being in all these rinks, you know, as a player, it's nice to see like what they, how they take care of the VIPs and those nice, you know, shared the, what do you call them? Season ticket holders, you know, when they show up and Toronto is like a downtown classy establishment. You want to come from Harbor 60 right in there. That's where we traded properly. And I mean, and then you walk by that, the little underground area in Toronto is nice too, with the little underground bunkers. I used to love walking through there as a player. Yeah, well, like no, walking down those stairs his head like on Coming
3: out, you're like, here we go. You said it before, but now you know why they take forever to get back to their seats. Yeah. Why, why would you? <laughs> yeah. No, by the way, I've always like, especially when I was growing up, I'm like, these fucking rich fuckers, they're good out there. I'm <laughs> like,
0: they're not even sure on the Leafs. Well, now that I've been down there, I'm like, I'm not in a hurry either. Yeah, let's take our time. But how how long have those tickets been in your family? Like your dad's had those for a while. So yeah,
3: I I think my dad had uh, his season tickets at the at the gardens in the 60s. Uh, that would be like late 60s. Uh, early 70s, and then he uh, kept them right through, and then when they moved over to the ACC, they actually brought him down and let him pick his seat. So my mom and him, they picked their seats.
1: So- What's, uh, you have any, uh, I've never been in the Garden. You, you've been yeah. in the Garden. You watch let your- me ask you real quick, yeah. where, where were your dad's seats in the Garden? Center right, Breads. Oh, that's a good. Yeah,
0: I was going to say. what's... On the aisle, that's a good seat. You're in and out. You're not bugging anyone. Yeah, that's a good seat. See, Pitter, my dad would have liked that seat. Center Ice Reds. Yes. I think my first seat, Pitter took
3: me to, I think I was in the greens up on the side. Greens, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the blues were behind the net, like the the ones that were straight down. Like if you tripped, you're landing on the goalie. I tell you what, a couple games later, my dad
0: took
1: me to the blues, and you sit literally like
0: Kujo was the goalie up dog, and your Kujo was right here, and you're like,
1: yeah. Like heads up. Yeah, it was. It was the- yeah. Any any like you know looking back to any big memories of like the garden, like anything about it that actually stands out for when? Because I remember I, I was an Oilers guy watching Gretzky. In fact, my first game ever, I think I told this, but was when Gretzky came back as a king, played against yeah. the Oilers. It was like Billy Ranford, and I'm like, yeah. you know, I sat behind the glass. But I always remembered Rexall with with that experience, right? Like right, for, right. So is there anything that brings like
3: yeah? Um, I went to the the I guess playoff game, uh, Toronto, St. Louis. Doug, Doug, did his wraparound around there on, okay. yeah, on Cujo, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So I was at that one with my dad, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know what it was. Was it like two or three overtimes? And... Yeah, was that was that was school night, ninety-three, right? Ninety-three, yeah. School night, you know, you're a kid. I was
0: whatever twelve years old. And so I was hoping to. Well, we're we're sitting in the guy's basement. That shattered <laughs> yeah. our dreams. That shattered our dreams. Yeah, right. I mean, first time up here at Gretz on the pond, I, I played against Gretz when he was coaching up here when he was coaching Ups. But I never met him, so we bring him on the pod, and I'm pretty nervous, and Ups is nervous, and I had to ask him about the high stick. I said, "Hey, what about your high stick?" He goes, "Well, I, uh, in game two, somebody cross-checked me and broke my ribs or something." And he's like, "So I was playing with broken ribs. I feel it was okay for Dougie to play with a little cut over his eye." Yeah, what, I was like, uh, "I'm like, gosh, you're right about that. Yeah, you're right about I mean- that." But when I had Dougie G on it for the first time, I was so nervous. Like, who, who was your favorite? Dougie. Dougie. Doug, yeah. 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 By far. By far. Yeah.
3: I was so nervous. I'll be like, all right. I'm like, I'm, I'm nervous for this one, Let's Dougie. Yeah. E. You know, like it. him and Wendell. Yeah. He I I grew up with like uh, Ty being like a super close family friend. He's like a big brother to me for like. Yeah. Even in from the hockey days right through into business days, like we we've always been so. Ty was more like you know family, but for uh being a. Uh, fan of someone definitely dougie was my guy i always yeah
1: uh so just for our listeners you you know you grew up here big family um you know your brother plays hockey he's got a fucking sick outdoor rink in his backyard like that's how much he still enjoys the game
0: he's a fucking it. glue guy we gotta get him Blue a glue guy. guy t-shirt he's a glue guy
1: and <laughs> and so like the family family business you know you grew up playing hockey with our boy cody libel shout out to her oh yeah, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So <laughs> out to see, you know is there anything- Back in the day, I mean, he's a star. of How was his workouts? Was he was he working hard or what? I mean, was you know, Lauren, know, was Lauren like? Lawrence giving him a number,
3: right? so <laughs> uh, no uh, yeah I mean I, I, we we go back to like young young days like you know right out of high school where I was I was uh, play you know played some hockey with Cody and we were buddies and uh, I mean there's so many stories with Cody oh, yes, uh, oh he's hilarious I can't even yeah I can't even start but he was the best <laughs> best practice player. Ever. No, the The, the Rob, one he was, he, the
0: tricked me as the best practice. All best.
1: The one that's great is and you and Robe are oh, a shout out to Robe too, but Good go. Isn't there one where like, you know, your star player gets fucking smoked, right? And oh, the yeah. tough the tough guy it might have been in China. It was yeah, Barry, Yeah. Right? You wanna <laughs> start? <you? laughs> star player on Barry, uh I don't even know
3: who it would have been at the time, but uh he got run over and uh Cody was happened to be on the ice and uh <laughs> Sugden was on the team oh and suggy was on the bench there's a killer and oh yeah and like, the guy I guess whatever that uh hit Barry's best player or whatever he went he was skating by and you know Co- Cody chirped one of the guys of course like Cody and uh, shocker and imagine the best player got hit Suggy nobody did a thing until Cody chirped the guy and then the guy just sort of like st- stepped up to cody a little bit so he jumped forward <laughs> out and killed the <laughs> guy like what did you do to suck didn't you know, protect <laughs> you but not our, our best player. yeah 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 I, so, You know, see those like i got about the payroll eh?
0: yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's some there but uh, hey job you, you you like to chuck them though right you were telling me speaking of that game we went to when we were drinking lots of wine and especially i
3: wasn't filming that so i was yeah, yeah I so you just, just got it, then, it was a couple yeah couple times and got
0: that's how you do it, though, right? You just yeah. gotta get in there and start was, chucking them. I
3: back then it was, you know, there was there was, you know, a path for guys who, you know, who, yeah. who did that, obviously. But so for me, it was just, you know, Ty would have me on the ice and you know show me. So I, I would, for me, it was like this is this is my way to to get to junior and get get moving here. So I fought a lot.
0: Yeah, we we all did, but there's only one way to learn. You got to get in there yeah. and just start yeah. chucking them.
3: Yeah, yeah
1: but that. that's because you didn't grow up in the city too right you grew right. up a little bit outside right so yeah. you, you learn how to be a little bit of a fucking
3: yeah yeah i i, I grew up in a you know small town and yeah, that's what you do right yeah there's a lot of fights and guys are fighting all the time and then... i moved, i left i moved down to the city at a young age uh and I had to figure
0: it out on my own yeah no i remember i was 16 years old playing junior hockey i got the wheels beat off me i come out my eyes black and my uncle's like i'm kind of dead he's like what are you? Like a guy beat me up. He's like, if you're not losing, you're not fighting the right guys. 100%. I'm like, well, that's interesting take. I get where you're coming from. I get where, I, I get where you're coming from, but I like to win a few yeah. more. You're like, like, fuck, I fought five times last I'm week. I'm fighting this 20 year old guy. I'm six, 16. I'm not an ounce of fat. Yeah. No pubic hair yet fat. I'm like, I'm yeah. fighting this guy? Like, just getting no,
3: yeah, none. Like, I was 14 or 15, late birthday. So I was probably 14 in my 15th year and I was playing junior and junior, and I there was a line brawl. And, oh. I thought, and I was the only guy that hadn't signed on the team. So I had to wear a full cage when the whole league was half visor. So I was already getting get, get, get a yeah, jag. Yeah. I am like, please, please let me wear it. He's like, no, can't do it. So line brawl, I'm the odd guy. I dropped my gloves. I was perfect. The guy took, takes off his helmet. He looks at me. I take off mine. I'm like, Man, let's go. I looked over at the bench and the guys were just like this. And this guy had a, a full New year. Gone. I didn't have any hair on my body. Yeah, that's a man. Yeah. I went in there just chalking him. Thought I'm doing great. Wasn't even hit. <laughs> he just stepped back, cracked me with one in the in the head, and I was just out. <laughs> and I just climbed him like a ladder to get back up. He said, "You know, you did all right, Rook. Just hold on, wait for the rest." Yeah, as yeah, he I mean, done. almost dive yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just you're like you look at the light, you get in here. Would you please get yeah, in, please in here? Yeah, please get in here, man. I can't dump him. I need help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about how, how did you get. You know, in the into the nightclub scene. You, know, you said you moved to the city and stuff like that. And obviously, I used to. You know, when I first met you, had, you had EFS. That was a staple when any of the boys would come in here. But, but how did you? How did you get into you're like fuck it? Let's get some nightclubs going, fellas.
3: Yeah, I mean, so I. I mean, I grew up like you said uh, in the, you know, suburbs outside the city, about an hour north, and you know, family was in the produce business and farming and stuff like that. And I was like, I'm not doing this. There's no chance I'm. I'm going to be, you know.
1: One bad year weather, I'm fucked.
3: I yeah, mean, I, I'm I, not doing this. If I get a care crisis, I'm in one. Yeah. yeah so it's, I moved. uh I moved down. I, I left home at 16 or 17. I moved down here and I said I, I got to open. I want to open a nightclub. Long story short, I uh, got a job at Fluid, which is the busiest nightclub in the city at the time, and uh, got some experience, and then uh, opened across the street. I mean, overcommitted. I mean, it was a 15,000 square foot place. I was only 19. I uh, got you know as much money as I could borrow small business. my family was not really you know i mean they they didn't really understand the club business you know? so for me it was like I gotta you know borrow wherever I can borrow and put everything I've made into this thing and get a get a loan somehow I got a loan and I built it and um then yeah vince carter was um what well, was a, a customer flew and I invited him to the opening he loved the place right when he signed his big ticket and uh He said, I'd love to uh, get involved. Like, I want want to be a partner. I'm I'm here now for a while. I'd love to uh, be a partner. And, you know, I I guess they did their research to make sure that, you know, I was... Checked all the boxes. Yeah, checked all the boxes. A little background check for this guy here. He seems like a little squat. I see (laughs) his pants here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I was pretty young. So I met with his His, his parents, or sorry, his mom and his, uh, like, his financial guys and made sure it was a good fit, I guess. And, uh, you know, I mean, I opened in... Probably one of the most corrupt police eras in 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 the history of of this city for sure, and uh, it was just it was extreme corruption, uh, especially on nightclubs. A lot of organized crime. A lot. It was a tough time for you know me being nineteen. All I knew is I'm just running a you know running a legit business here. That's all I'm gonna do. So you know guys would come and pay me visits, and I didn't understand how it worked and for me. It was. More like just banging her door and saying, yeah. hey, Travis, so. Oh, you're going to hire our security guys. We want, you know, we want our guys in here. I'm like, what? How? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to hire anyone. And he's like, finally, they realize, man, this kid doesn't get it. And so, uh, and then you got the cops and you got organized crime. You got both of them you're trying to deal with. And it's, uh, it, you know, you're not sure which side do I pick here? You know, it was tough to, to, to navigate. And then, uh, you know, Vince came in as my burner uh, after my first year and, uh, and, you know, bought 50% of the business, got me, got me my money back so I could tell everyone in my family that I didn't, you know, fall yeah, yeah, face type of thing and, uh, allowed me, open a lot of doors for me and, you know, we became, uh, you know, really close buddies, you know, I know he had a rough ride at one point here, but he was, he was, he was a great guy. I mean, it, you know, and we spent like a lot of time together. We traveled together. We did, he didn't have a lot of friends cause he was a superstar from high school. Right. So, But yeah, it was, uh, we built a good nightclub. We ran that for, well, I ran it. He showed up to staff Yeah. Yeah. That with a clipboard because he wanted to learn, which is pretty comical. But, uh, we ran that for about 10 years and then I moved to King street and, uh, Open DFS and Addison's and a few other places in the city.
0: Yeah, you're making me feel bad about when I complain about emails and stuff. you're dealing with, like, people knocking on your door. I'm like, oh, I got to do this. I'm like, am oh, like, there's a Slack message here. I'm like, you see this Slack message these here? I'm like, what Slack? A
3: fucking email. Did like, you see this email? I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, no, it was, uh, it was tough. It was, yeah. it was a tough time. And I was just the stubborn kid who just refused to sort of fail it, it and it, i couldn't
0: no you're i the little time i've known you is there's you, you know what it takes to be successful and you work at it and you you don't take you know no shit from anyone like you you're gonna <laughs> do your thing like i've noticed that just being your yeah, f- yeah. The last five years yeah yeah i want to ask you because you know one day i remember i was turning on the vince and our boy a. hall's a hoops guy and i turned on the netflix thing about vince carter and i'm sitting there and you know, i'll probably hung cheese on the couch i'm <laughs> like oh, this Vince, this guy's sick and all of a sudden in comes fucking t-money travis i'm like holy shit but Vince Carter to me made me like basketball. Yeah, I don't love basketball anymore. But we don't need to get into that. But Vince, what he did to the city—like you—to yeah. be firsthand and be his buddy—like it must have been a wild ride. To see- it was wild.
1: changed the city forever. It changed the country for the country. basketball. Yeah. And you Vancouver really tried it, but no chance. But. He, well, he's sitting That's I to the big Yeah, I fucking of mine his eyebrows over here I'm like this guy's not gonna move the needle But well, that was never Canada's team but you're right like well, yeah, it, it would've been wild country. it was wild <laughs> like he couldn't he couldn't even go anywhere like he was yeah <laughs> you were uh, thinking about a few other big yeah, cut- yeah. <laughs> like a of big countries in my
0: career <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's right one of the things you told me over a couple dinners you know since we got to know each other with the uh, red wine flowing and the gummies going and everything else you got going when you're going back and forth to vegas man like uh, how old were you were you going every weekend like tell that story to the fellow yeah out there. i
3: was in my uh he's early 20s uh, probably 23 24 somewhere around there so i just started you know things started going well with my businesses here and i was actually uh in a wedding in vegas and i had I uh, met the Fertita brothers in the wedding right. and they said, you know, we got to be down here. We, you know, got to revamp things. And, you know, we heard you're doing things at Toronto. And so anyways, I flew down the next week and, you know, they gave me a, a, cr- a crazy offer for 23 years old and uh US dollar was pretty, pretty strong. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> And I told them like, you know, I, I, I thought about it, said, so, you know, left the room and came back and said, listen, I'm, I got my own business doing well, you know, Vince had just become my partner. I d I don't know if I want to uh, you know, move to Vegas. Not to mention, I mean, I, I was twenty I didn't drink in my twenties, like no alcohol, nothing. So <sighs> super I would add a better career if I could have, <laughs> I, not, I don't drink as much now. So I, I you're you know, okay with that, but I mean you know, there's gambling, there's other things. So I said, There's, there's some other vices there. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. So I said, guys, listen, I'll uh I'm gonna uh I'm gonna pass. And then they literally just they, Took two seconds to just scratch out the offer and just write a new one like and just double it like these guys just it didn't matter they just there was no <laughs> they, they would just keep
0: going
1: until you're like start. okay I'm, I'm really not coming this time i'll write one more time now yeah. <laughs> anyway so well, and and what was it for was it a new concept they oh, wanted so you to bring or what was there yeah run a lot of
3: the uh you know the food and beverage and yeah. the entertainment side of all their properties and uh throughout throughout vegas you know um but anyway we ended up working something out and I, 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 between them and another group, I ended up going down started working, going down frequently, like every, uh, you know, finish work at the nightclubs, uh, you know, Wednesday to Saturday, then get on a plane Sunday morning and go till Wednesday and then go to Vegas till Wednesday and they get back and go do it again. It was, it was a lot.
0: There's one other guy I know who could do that. He's sitting right there with those tight jeans on that <laughs> jacket. I, I mean, <laughs> the fact of what you're saying is to get on a bird, fly to Vegas, you didn't drink, so maybe you weren't hung. Cheese, but still, being out the <laughs> nightlife of it, jumping back on a bird. And nowadays,
3: it can. How long did you do it for? Like how before you were like, you know what, the money's good, boys, but I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hunker down. The... Um, I mean, it wasn't consistent every week, but I did that one on for about a year and a half. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a lot. Were you single? No, no, no. no. Do you wish you were single?
0: <laughs> so, you were, you weren't single.
1: Nope. Oh, okay. Do no. you think now with the way Vegas has turned into a city in the last, you know, say, 15 years, are are you? Upset you didn't stay and maybe build something crazy. Like, what if that sphere had like G, like T money all over? Yeah, it, I mean, there's like pretty they, nice. Yeah, but and just is. down there for that old school rock festival, right? Like, yeah, yeah, '82. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. What? Like '82? Yeah, yeah. They, mean, had they had a festival. That, wow, off. That was in oh, yeah. October. I think it was a late September. We we came in for. Uh, or when was that? Yeah, when, <laughs> for, uh, was that? Yeah, we, yeah. That was. <laughs> it was the. Or when after, it was the home opener. We came in to watch Bedard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left the next. Yeah it was really good that was yeah. great no like vegas has changed so much back then i could see why you'd be like guys i think i'm good right yeah. but now with vegas the way it is now with an opportunity like that it's like well fuck this is the hub of entertainment now
3: yeah i mean it is yeah. i mean it would have been it would have been nice to get in i mean we were looking i was looking at obviously moving there and 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 building a place of my own there and stuff like that but it's hard it's hard to penetrate that market it's hard to get in I mean, you got the towel boys. Sometimes you got to penetrate between the <laughs> Sometimes you have no. Sometimes trouble. you
1: to, especially in Vegas. Sometimes you gotta penetrate
3: between um, the towel boys and uh, Grutman. I mean,
1: yeah, good. well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It would have been Grutman if you yeah. if you stayed in Vegas. Uh, Vegas was looking for a Grutman. Yeah. basically back then. But yeah, um, I'd like to rewind a little bit back to like your days here and and laying everything on the line. Maybe something you didn't think you were gonna do. Or, or like maybe someone was like, I wouldn't do that Trav. I wouldn't go on that street with this club. I wouldn't do this. Like, was there a time where you just said, fuck it. I'm, I'm writing the check. I'm doing this concept. It's my bar. It's my fucking yeah. show. Was there anything that brings you back to like, <laughs> it's my career. I'll fuck it up you just, Yeah. 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 You- yeah. Like
3: we, I mean, Vince and I really brought bottle service, right? Like we, there was no bottle service in Canada. So we were the first to get charged. So the reason I spilled well, myself. No, <laughs> right. But at the same time, it, it ruined nightclubs the way they were. Like, yeah. you know, they used to be fun. They used to be, you know, a dance floor. Like, you know, girls would dance all night. It was like, it wasn't now. It's, you know, it's it's not quite the same. But yeah, to, I mean, back to your question. I mean, uh, I, we came we came up with a concept to do Addison's, this cool, like, uh, neighborhood, like, house and build it, like, do a kitchen, a living area, a games room, a backyard that was huge with cabanas and everything. And, you know, do it more like in the when nightclubs are so looked at as so pretentious and, you know, cover charge and, you know, bottle service. And if you're not, you don't know somebody not get in. This was more of a neighborhood spot, no cover charge. We were like adamant about that. And it, it was, it was awesome. It was, it was, yeah. it was definitely. That
1: was a uh, sick, that was awesome. a sick club. It was yeah. almost like, um, it's almost like in, in LA we Bungle- have bungalow, yeah. Bungle- yeah. similar to bungalow, Bungle- 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 but neighborhoody yeah bungalow doesn't have neighborhood aspect to it you're in the city you have your own ass
0: you know can i I ask you a question about all the lines and stuff you're talking about like do you ever remember the first time you used your nhl card did you think like i gotta get to a place where i never have to use this again like was it not the worst thing in the world when you're like hey i play in the nhl here's my nhl card i'm like i gotta get I got to meet some people that I'll never have to do that
1: again. Because yeah, it's such a just, loser move. Stays are so much fun though, where you are just like you you rock into a city where you absolutely know nobody.
0: Yeah, and you just come in with the NHL card, you yeah, your buddies. Yeah. You have your three guys come over time and say, "Here my NHL card." Of
1: course, yeah. No, but So, so back to like him being the first one to introduce bottle service. Back then, you couldn't just go up to the door and be like, "Hey, we want, a, ta- like, yeah, we want no. a table. What's the minimum?" Or "Where's your manager?" Hey, you know, we look like we're dressed like this. We were just fucking kids, and we're basically yeah. like, uh, "Can we pass the line?" They get, a bit we're thinking cowboy cowboys. At least I am. Yeah. Cowboys in Calgary for sure. Stampede. Shout out to Princey. The fucking lineup to get in is out the door. And oh, I use the, my NHL. There are tables and shit. You're just getting in. they yeah, are just trying. To- then yeah. it's every man for himself. Yeah, but you it's, know, it's a case. A lot of guys yeah.
3: get in there. Yeah. the car. I mean, eventually, I mean, with hockey, obviously I got to know most of the guys, hockey and basketball. I knew, yeah. uh, you know, who's who, like everyone. Right. But, uh, and I lived it. I was there every night. So, but you know, guys would, some guys would have to use. The
0: car. Yeah. I was, I, I was like, when I first started, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta find a better way. I gotta find a way to meet some people where I don't have to use this stupid cart.
3: <laughs> and then when they took the cart away, I'm like,
0: I get the cart back. Yeah. You know I and mean? I'm like, wow, I give that anything financial card. Um, do you ever tell people when they're like complaining about the minimum and stuff, do you ever say you're not paying for the booze, you're paying for the real estate? You know what, I mean? no, it's paying for the bottle, you're paying for to be in the mix here for CDs, see them coming true. by, see them call by, the like, I know the boys, that bill come. and say, oh, it's what, I, mean, I only had four beers.
1: Yeah. Well, you sat there in the prime real estate, buddy, you owe 2500 Yeah, anyone yeah. ever stick you up, like, anyone ever, like, stick you with a bill that's, like, super popular that you have no time for right now, where you're like, you wouldn't mind chirping them right now? And... Um... <laughs> like, dog's trying... looking for some clickbait out here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> don't fall for draft, buddy, don't, don't fall first draft i'm trying to think
1: no i mean i don't That's think not, so not also got, i mean it could, be, it could be like some you know pigeon that just the won't. girls
3: usually would have to pay the bill of the guys deaf, so yeah like, hey, at yeah. the card i'd make them do the hard part get the card and id eat yeah. before you bring anything out type of thing yeah but i mean yeah some guys i mean iverson used to never ever understand the concept of why he can't bring his bottles from dinner to the nightclub so you yeah, show we- up with a couple of bottles of Cristal tucked <laughs> in his jacket I'm <laughs> like dude you can't there's there's liquor laws. Like it can't allow you to bring that. And then if he felt in any way you're embarrassing him, he'd be like, give me ten. And he'd buy ten. <laughs> I'd be sitting out front just praying that he brought a bottle and you call him out. But yeah. <laughs> okay, so so how many would he rolled deep? Would he have his whole lunch truck it? Yeah. Well, that's how he's oh. all his dough, right? And brought them everywhere. Like I saw him at All Star in LA and he had a like motorcade of, of rolls and Bentleys, like ten of them, and all those boys roll. Yeah, it's it's
0: it's a it's a different it's a fine line because well, I was lucky to have a loop Loopsonapi and we were all making money at the time. But when you're enjoying it, you're, you want your buddies with you. Yeah, so I can see how these guys. Yep. Now you don't want to roll ten deep.
1: No, or twenty. Or, you want you want. Unless to they're point. girls, but yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if you don't have your best buddies to enjoy it with while you're making bank, like what's the point? Exactly. Yeah.
1: Um. So. Bring me back. I asked you craziest like moment where you put everything on the line with all the madness in nightclub business over the years. Is there anything that you're like, you know, I gotta, I gotta do something. I gotta take a guy out. I gotta fucking rip this guy's head off. Like, oh yeah, there
3: was real of head off. Him. There was a lot of fights and yeah. uh, stuff like that, and especially in the early days when you know there wasn't the same sort of gun violence or anything like that. But there was a lot of fights, and I, I, I mean, I was in the center of majority of them. Um, and the problem was, is once my security team, which was usually 30 guys, you know, Big boys,
1: like like big fellas. Yeah, Yeah.
3: me get involved and they'd be like, all right, green light, this is a green light, he's involved so we can just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh just unleash, family, I'm, family yeah. yeah
0: unleash it all yeah. yeah unleash
3: the barrel i just, yeah. just exactly. peep, peep,
1: peep. Um, I mean, one of your bars is in a neighborhood like how much how much shit can go on there where you have an open backyard yeah like, so
3: we addison's we we were addison's, that's a, we're getting consistently broken into uh and robbed on the patio, like consistently like guys were hopping over consistently and uh stealing stuff i mean wh- whether it be equipment whether it be alcohol like they were just cleaning us out and one long weekend they hit us three nights in a row and so you know uh i'm great great relationship with the uh, what uh, on cameras you've really you flagged yeah the hoodies, hoodies and stuff and i have a great relationship with the toronto police and uh you know a lot of the plainclothes clothes guys that, that 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 deal with us on a regular basis and uh you know i called them i went for meetings and guys this is getting crazy like three nights in a row like i i, I need your assistance here uh, i said what do you want us to do park a car out front like at the end of the day if we park there they're not coming so like you you know the chances of us dedicating resources to put someone there or a team there all night is it's not gonna happen Travis. i gotta be honest with you. so basically I mean, you're telling they're honest with you there's, there's nothing gonna... matters into my own hands here yes yeah. yeah. so i said listen well then i'm i'm wait i'm gonna wait on the patio i'm gonna wait for them and i mean i was young and whatever. So I. I waited at the back, like we had a little outdoor kitchen. I waited like underneath the barbecue with another guy. I put two or three of my security guys across the street. I'm going to get in trouble for telling this,
1: but <laughs> two or three of my security no, guys. Oh, just, you're looking after your property. You're not doing anything crazy. You're not doing anything illegal actually at this time. Right. Yeah. Not...
3: Anyway, <laughs> so I uh, put a couple of guys, my, my, my trusted guys that have been with me for years across the street and um, we waited and we waited two hours, three hours. And it's a good old fashioned stakeholder. I was, yeah, like pretty much asleep. And the one guy with me, uh, this is a little guy that was works with the band. he woke me up and said, I think they're here. I looked at my phone and my security guy had texted me from across the street. He said, They're here. It's, it's game time. And I'm like, Game time? Can you tell me? I texted back, How many guys? Who's here? We, like I had no idea when I was, because there's a big wall, you can't see around it. So you're walking out, there could be 20 guys. Yeah. So the plan was, I told the little guy, all your job is, is, to run and open the, the front door to let the security guys come back and help us. If there's 10 guys, like I'll dance around for a bit, I'll, 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 of course I'll, I'll or, 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 yeah. I'll make it work. I it. You got good shoes on. Yeah. yeah. No matter what, yeah. you go get help, man. And he's like, all right. So I walked, I, as I came out of the guy, I mean, and now I, you know, I, I mean, I don't really feel bad, but like I came out and the guy who had a hockey bag and he was traveling from one bar to the other and it was just full. And he's walking with it, and I totally took him by surprise. Like, I had a hoodie on and just a black I jumped out. I'm like, oh man, this is not your night. And he looks up at me and he just screamed. He just collapsed. But he's on your property at this time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck, bring it on then. Get him. So I dragged him around a bit and sort of <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> refrained him. A and just well. by, by chance, like, <laughs> <No>. total, total. today. I said By coincidence, total coincidence the uh the, the there's all of a sudden there's a uh as i'm like i got my like knee on his chest or throat or, hand or whatever and all of a sudden they're somewhere from the neck <laughs> it. There's a bright light on me from over the fence and i just hear toronto police freeze and i'm like i'm dressed like the criminal like he's dressed better i'm on your fucking tent and he yells again Toronto please freeze and i'm like oh man this guy's screaming on the ground i can hear another guy at the front so you letting him get popped like, you're like yeah oh, and then i like sort of glance up in the corner of my eye and i can't see because it's so bright it's just got a flashlight on me he had a gun in his hand geez and he yells try to please freeze one more time and i'm like jake <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing man and i'm like and he goes don't worry another my other guy's on his way and then uh you know they all just there's cops everywhere in in three minutes. Yeah, but they happen to be driving by, and the so they hear the call in the radio. They're cruising they're by. No, they're just cruising by, and they saw my Dorgan. They just got the second guy on his way over the fence, pulled him down, and they they roughed him up pretty bad.
1: Wow. Yeah, but, but I mean, they never came. Back. See, when you're 19, yes. when you're 19, you get it. When you're 19, you get in the in the club business. You never know that eventually, like shit like this happens. You're yeah. just too, like you know. And the, But Night, you take, young. You, you kind of feel like humiliated when someone keeps stealing from you. Right. You're like, by the way, by the way, saw me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean like of, oh, yeah. was greedy. Yeah. And yeah. Even even twice as yeah. greedy. That's too much. I'm like, I've been waiting with you. Yeah. It was just too much. I'm like going to sleep. Though. Like, oh, let's get up. Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Give me a second here. Let me let me. You Why, right? Our boy, you know, our, our boy A-Hall fucking, we got a great little studio and it's been fucking clipped a couple times. Yeah. Fucking same shit. It's brutal yeah fucking eventually i wish we could when are you gonna there. when are you gonna stake out there for the boys eh? <laughs> anytime <laughs> i'll put a hockey helmet on just get a fucking
0: slugger ready to go hey speaking of hockey helmets, let's talk about our boy loops um you know played in toronto played in toronto for i mean i'll be honest i told him this i go I hey feel like it feels like you've kind of overstayed your welcome eh? maybe yeah. maybe you know maybe ask for a trade here you had a good run but it's neither here nor there but talk about i met loops you through loops yeah, but just, too to me loops too. listen on all honesty loops was a great leaf he did great stuff for the community with loops troops people still to this day in in toronto and when i go back home how's loops doing where's loops he was a great leaf in all seriousness but talk about just you know time with him i felt like
3: he's loved here but like you you go to a game you see a lot of livable jerseys right so i mean yeah he was introduced to me through our mutual friends and cody and the group and uh yeah i mean we hit it off and got along well and you know loops he's, he's got like a tight circle of buddies and that's it he doesn't really like to uh to entertain yeah. too many new friends totally and like he keeps it pretty tight and him and i were you know would 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 go out a lot and spend a lot of time either at my place or until he got a warehouse to live in and then we he spent more time at
0: his. is that the one with the basketball net
3: yeah basketball net, yeah. and uh yeah it was this like amongst like semis and townhomes on a on a yeah. street just off queen like right downtown you got this random just brick facade for, from the front you you, Dude, you didn't even for, know come pull up. hey you don't know, loop she's not here yeah. with
0: his phone right i'm like texting them call i'm like to the driver this might have been before ubers i'm like this can't be the right place like i i I'll let me go yeah it doesn't oh, look it. like you go go Through that court. wooden like sort of through, through the thing yeah and then there he is hey, there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah come on in i'm like this is your pad no oh, yeah I didn't know. i'm like Okay, I get. Oh, I'd usually get the texts. Yeah, you know, at uh, two in the morning. So, uh, you know, what are the what are the staff up to after uh, after the shift's done tonight? Like, <laughs> so yeah, let's throw a little little yeah. shaker at my place. So then we we threw it. We, threw, we had a few parties there.
0: Yeah, I will tell you what, I would I I reap the benefits of, of Loops playing here when I'd come home in the off season and, and, and walk around with him and, and he couldn't walk anywhere on Queen no. or King and then it was everyone knew him. Loops, what's up, buddy? Hey, Loops, how you doing? I mean, he's, yeah. He was doing male modeling here. Oh yeah, everything right? Like he
3: was. Oh, his male modeling. It's a city. city. Yeah, should, was, we should touch yeah. on.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bus stops, like hair products. It was everywhere. Yeah, on all the the do I don't think he
3: let everyone yeah. know. Like it was just I got I got a good file full of them that I got to send to the boys. Yeah, of of just different advertisements. <laughs> I'd see him. The <laughs> Princey found a clip of Loops
0: playing the guitar on like that the, the bridge thing. from Philly to oh, Jersey. I'm like, Loops is like, what does he say? He's like, yeah, I kind of like dark music, but that's not my personality I'm like Princey where did you find that thing but first time I met loops obviously good-looking He's our first round pick and I I remember Nelson Gano first rookie practice and he comes around a little Canada cup drill and he takes the snapshot and I'm like you're eyeing guys up right I'm like holy fuck I've never seen anyone shoot a hockey puck like that oh yeah and then i tried to talk to him and you know right away he won't really talk to you i'm like no. i gotta get to know this guy yeah you gotta yeah you it took a while yeah. there's a lot of a couple of things happened throughout the course of the rookie trip.
3: <laughs> yeah, church now there's a lot of quiet dinners uh, to start off where we had to you know you, had, you have to you have to get to know him yeah and but i i asked Luke, he did me a favor once i asked him to funny story i asked him to come out to my uh my nephew's hockey practice and it's it's an hour away Whenever and i'm like loops you got to do me this favor like Got to come out like these kids are probably ten years old, somewhere around there. Triple A team, but they're ten years old. And Luke's like, "Yeah, no problem. Not going to tell any of the kids." So he comes, he, <laughs> he laces them up. It's right during the season. He laces them up. He just jumps in line to do the drill. <laughs> so he comes around, like you know, goes cuts around center, gets fed with the puck, goes down on the goal. I got the video. It's it's mortifying. Goes down on a ten year old. Goes down on a ten year old and doesn't even hesitate. Just. Great bar down hard. <laughs> Ten year old didn't even know what was on the ice. And the ten-year-old just left the net. he's like, and I'm like, whoops. He's like,
1: what are you always uh, uh, I witnessed that we in witness Aspen not two months ago. I was skating with flowers and him, and the kids all started to come out. the first kid that came out, he whipped it right off his head. Yeah. it was like, and then he's like, Whoops. Yeah, I'm like, doesn't. whoops. The guys, if the kid's six, he's a six-year-old, and that nah, Ding, right on the head. Oh, his shot. He's like, the kid, will, he'll always remember that. I'm like, yeah, after.
0: He- yeah. Princey put a little thing together from him about his, his little breakaways in Toronto where he go to the forehand. And, yeah. That's what he did. And I text yeah. him. No, I go, no, like, no wonder you got laid so much. I mean, the, 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 the bing, 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 bing. I'm like, fuck, buddy. I get it here now. Oh, like, it was Im- unbelievable. Oh, he had no problem. After that end
3: end he did that time
0: yeah. here, he was, he was getting laid You know what the thing about libs too is, and you mentioned about how he's a good guy to come out to your, your nephew's skate his teammates loved him yeah oh yeah there's not one guy that played with loops yeah you know people still come up and be like what happened with loops to trial and i'm like yeah we don't need to get that but his teammates loved him right it was the same reason we he was he was the ultimate pro man for whatever loops did off the ice and we all did loops i worked out with him the off season in the gym every monday on sick program like so strict so strict. Like he's still, he was, I mean, yeah, and he
1: still was, keeps in shape. He he's, was, he's a yeah, machine. Yeah, he is a machine. Well, I spoke he, he got, a, got machine. a little wonky a little bit, but he yeah. <laughs> he was close with Phil. That's funny. Yeah. Phil, Phil, the, Phil didn't frequent the gym
3: too much. No. And, but they Phil were. Phil was like, my yeah. kind of pro. Yeah. yeah. He and Phil were a good roommate. Skip the, he skipped the bike after.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, Travis, uh, we're having a shaker. Uh, well, this will come out tomorrow on fellow Friday tonight. So I guess we'll say, uh, thank you so much for what you've done for us. Uh, it's at your place park, which I've been to. It's a national league establishment. Uh, this guy beside us here, Flowers is supposed to be chipping in with some kind of guest, but but we'll thank you. you know I go we're, we're excited for it. Thank you for everything and uh, we're looking to have a real nice time at your establishment.
3: Of course, of course, I'm happy to have you guys excited about it. Um, I one when I grew up, I, I built an establishment a little bit, you know, north of King Street and moved it up north with uh, you know, a little bit older demographic so it's classy it's got a cocktail bar area and then it's got the lounge side with the dj and the tables and it's uh it's a great spot I yeah mean, larry sometimes comes and i can't get rid of him mr flowers i
0: can't and <laughs> so he's been a few times so this is flowers eh? flowers goes to aspen for a month whatever good on him so then i'm like i'm gonna text this guy and see if he's got a hotel room because i, I assumed he was staying with you so i go flowers you where are you staying are you stay with travis no no i thought you got me a hotel room yeah <laughs> I said, why would you think that I got you a hotel room? I'm shocked he didn't just show up at my door. You texted me. I think you said you're going to give me a hotel room. I said, I got to go back to the archives because I assumed he was staying with you because yeah. he came in for that wedding.
3: And he laid on your couch for three days, didn't he? Then he came back the next weekend. flew home, and he's like, "You know what? I think I'm thinking of coming back."
1: Yeah, yeah. I... Well, once you spend a weekend at your house, oh it's my tricky God. to go really anywhere else. And we all go to nice I'll places, but you, you you it, do it, have a nice yeah. shack.
0: We can play, play, play safe here. Listen, if anything goes down, I, if we can have this, if you want, I'm coming to your house. If anything goes down, all right. I feel safe there. Yeah. I feel yeah. safe there.
3: That's years on my clock. Yeah. I
0: had to build a safe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Travis, man, thank you, buddy. The boys love you here, and we appreciate it, and we're looking forward to uh, getting that for tomorrow
1: night. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. My man, thank you. Thank thank you. Up dog, my man, the Bat Blue. Fellas out there, lots of things are better together, as we know, like playoff hockey or barbecuing with your boys, teeing it up, going
0: to music festivals. Everything is better with the Bat Blue. But if you really want to take things to the next level, drink some of the Bat Blue lights with your friends. And live life to
1: the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA in Buffalo, New York. Welcome back, to Mr. Curfew, Updog, Fellow Friday.
0: We're in the Gretzky basement and we got the fellas here, Ty and Tristan Gretzky. Thank you, boys, for the hospitality and you guys killed it, man. Updog, thank you as well. This place is beautiful,
4: fellas. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Thank you guys for being here. Um, makes the whole experience. <laughs> Um, This is what it's about, right? Well, yeah, and we're we're here, case uh, we're
1: here showcasing basically, um, you know, the hockey family of Canada's basement, right? Like every Canadian kid, and no real American. We talked about this earlier, but in America, you don't really have like a basement that you go down to and you hunker in in the winter. You have a pool table, and you got all your, you know, your jerseys and stuff and pictures. But you guys have brought that to you know the hockey fans here for All Star Weekend by showcasing, you know your grandfather and your dad's, like, earliest stuff, artifacts. Yeah. It's fucking great.
4: Oh, I,
2: I, like you said, it was, it's, it's a special place for every family and something my grandpa kept special his whole life and kept all the memorabilia down there and everyone was always able to come by and see
4: it. So one That's of the-, the crazy thing, like, he had every, every single hockey player in Canada has been through his basement. didn't matter. You knock on the door, he was giving you a tour and... The fact that he kept every single thing um, and we had the opportunity to uh, do something like this here this week to show it and showcase it, I think uh, he would be uh, amazed to see it. And that was our goal. So
0: Yeah, it's cool because we, our relationships that we have with our dad and you have with your dad, but yeah. that's what hockey's all about. But talk about, because I know how much Walter meant to your dad, Wayne, but like how much he meant to you guys too, because the way Wayne talks about Walter and how important, it's just, it, it makes every kid be like, that's what it's all about. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, yeah, our our grandpa, if ever anyone was lucky enough to meet him, he was the nicest human being on planet Earth. And even just the people coming through, seeing the shop this week, they've been telling us stories and showing us pictures, going into the basement, knocking on the door. And yeah, he, he really was the best. And my dad tries to, uh, I think, be like him as much as he can. And he does it so well. And then we try to Copy our dad. Yeah, you
1: know? you know I would say this about your dad, and uh, you know I've had a great opportunity to play for him, and and now more than anything, like the relationship I've I've got to build with him post hockey is incredible. But what well, what I've noticed with Wayne is that like your like, like your grandfather Walter, what he was able to do for hockey and and hockey kids, you know they always looked at him as this you know the the great father of of Wayne, right? But Wayne right now gives so much back to hockey and to the kids. And if you ever get a chance to meet Wayne, whether, you know, it's sitting at a restaurant or you catch him before he's jumping on an airplane or he sits and talks and he listens and then he tells stories and he, and, and it's almost like what I would imagine Walter was like with everyone he met, no matter if it's at a grocery store, if it's wherever, you know, you're sitting and you're like, wow, it's so personable getting to talk to him. I just, I just met him, you know?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh We're, I mean, we're so fortunate to call our daddy most supportive and. Um, seeing his face the first time walking in here and seeing what we tried to create or recreate, uh, um, it was pretty special to see. And that's what we were most excited about. So it was worth it. And uh, building this uh, house out is um, something we wanted him to be a part of, right? It's totally.
0: Let's, really let's cool. talk about the swag. Ty, since I met you, you got great swag every time I see. <laughs> appreciate yeah. it. Oh, trust you. Yeah. tight too, brother. Thank you. Listen, <laughs> the stuff you design. Listen, I designed some stuff up Doug Hulse Mill a little bit. He's yeah. busy with two kids, but I try to design stuff. You guys got to figure it out. I mean, that jacket is the one that Walter used to wear. I mean, it's it's a sick yeah. letterman jacket, whatever you want to call it. Ty, you've always got, to, how did it come together with the style? Did you guys work together, or how did that work out?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think my grandpa wearing that every day, that was his signature, right? Like, Nogno one. The Nagano's <laughs> red one. <laughs> he wore it everywhere. and The starter jacket. Yeah, it was, was so was sick. We love doing the merch stuff, um, yeah. but just being able to come and take something home and be like, yeah, I went to the basement and, And if you didn't get a chance to see the basement um, um, when my grandpa was showing everyone and stuff, this is maybe your chance to come see it or a piece of it, right? Yeah. Um, So it's been really fun. And being able to uh, do this with my brothers has been something really special. And uh, we have a lot of friends in Toronto that uh, it's, it's... it's been amazing. It's been the best week of our life. Yeah, there's definitely well, a good little atmosphere yeah. down there. You get a little bar set up. Yeah, the bar's a real nice touch. Yeah, the Gretzky Estate set it up out yeah. back. It's pretty fun. Uh, that's what we wanted to create uh, a house, right? Like yeah. for All Star Week for everyone to come see it and experience it. And just what my grandpa would have wanted to do if yeah. he was here, right? Up dog, the Gretzky Estate would be a gr- uh, great thing for you, the estate.
0: It's, it's a winery with an outdoor rink. So it's great. two things that you love. You love red wine, you love I getting under the blades. So maybe next winter, I, I still a little money green. Out
1: there. I don't, don't like putting, but I we're still we're a little back. golf and get it yeah, over there. It was so building this out, guys. Was it um you know was there any tricky parts to it? Those TVs down there look a little it little will, old. So how do how do we? get I those mean, fired up.
2: Wait, there was so many people who helped us: Josh and Jesse and Ethan and Alex and mm-hmm. us two and Trevor. We um and Boehner, but like, It like a huge team effort going into yeah, it. It it all kind of came to better even or came together better than we could imagine and hoping to maybe do it again and yeah just yeah give people the experience like Ty said if you never to put one in and give them yeah Yeah. Yeah. sure
0: you know the word you just used there was team and when I started hanging out with your dad for the up dog and playing golf with him like all the stories that he said were all team it was never about his individual stuff it was all about team and like one of my favorite things ever is the boys on the bus video like that old school (laughs) movie when he's like (laughs) the this team. You kidding me? He cough! I can't shake this guy. Like your dad is yeah. the ultimate team guy, and to me, that's what makes hockey players different, right? Like yeah. how he's team, and that's what you guys said right away. Like it took a team to do it.
4: For sure. Yeah. That's a little-
2: Yeah. I feel like that's the hockey culture, right? Yeah. And every, I feel like all the guys um, embody it so well, and we try to be like our dad in that sense. Yeah. For sure. Your dad's such a beauty. Uh, like Appreciate I
0: said, I-, I got to know him, and can't. I played so bad, but so we're going for the Stanley Cup final. We saw you. And me and Updog, we went from Vegas to Florida. And Updog's like, oh, we're playing with Gretz and Mess and Janet at uh, well, 115. And it's like 100 degrees. And I'm just, I don't I don't make a par. Guys. I don't make a par on the front nine. And I'm on nine. and I'm like, well, boys, that front nine will sum up my career. And your dad goes, you weren't that good of a player, <laughs> <laughs> You weren't that good of a And he, he loves far to far get that on far the far course. course. So he's, 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 he's a good chirper. The best of them. But uh, yeah. Boys, thank yeah. you so much. We don't want to take up too much of your time, but uh, Ty, you know, got to know you, Tristan. Nice you. to meet you, fellas. Keeping it yeah. up. Uh, you're making your dad proud, the hockey world proud, and, and this is Next Level.
4: Thank Christmas. you, guys. Thank yeah. Big fans of the show, and yeah. best of luck.
2: Yeah, us. we
1: appreciate it. And then without teasing too much, uh, will you maybe make this a traveling thing, so show people across North America what, what I, Wayne's Basement's like? I,
2: th- I think that's the goal. I
4: think uh, everyone was so excited by it that we might have to do it again, and we love hearing the stories about it. Yeah. i mean, coming to meet my grandpa and seeing the pictures and stuff.
1: Yeah, it's good, boys. Great no, boys. you guys you guys got a great family and it means a lot that you guys are doing this for the
4: You guys party. are the best, man.
2: Appreciate it, boys. So thank, thank you guys boy. for having us on. Let's, yes. let's have some fun boys. Let's go. Yeah, some fun. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Let's get after it. It was fun. Awesome.
0: Fella, we gotta talk about Jagermeister. No chirping,
1: no running its mouth. Let's just talk about the confidence on these guys. Our friends at Jagermeister sent us this ad read to read on the show, fella. But they're confident that they said, don't do any of that normal ad stuff. Tell the listeners two things. Jagermeister's great, and everyone's been drinking it wrong. Well, if that's the case, how the hell do you think we should be drinking it? Up dog, that's a great question. Ice cold, fella. At
0: zero degrees Fahrenheit, to be exact. Ice cold shots of Jagermeister. That's it,
1: my man. That's all they want to tell you. Damn, that's cold. Just remember to check out Jagermeister at www.draftkingsxjagermeister.com. Drink responsibly. Jagermeister liqueur. 35% alcohol by volume. Imported by Mast Jagermeister US. White Plains, New York.